0: I'm Sean,
1: and I'm Alex, (laughs) and And that's Grayson.
0: Grayson,
2: and this is Autism Building the Puzzle,
1: one piece at a time.
2: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I am Sean, your host alongside... My co-host, but more importantly, my wife, Alexandria.
1: <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. How you doing today, babe?
2: I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. And today, we are going to do a nice uh, little compilation. Grayson's doing good, obviously, too, guys, if you
1: can hear him in the background there. Sure you
2: can. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: got to do what you got to do.
2: We have a nice compilation of questions for you guys, and, you know, I don't know, uh, when I was... Putting these together and, uh, you know, looking at different questions. I think we may have answered some of these potentially before uh, or some variation of them. But, um, you know, obviously we have new listeners all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's listened to all the episodes and stuff. And these were some really good questions. Um, and obviously we learn things as time goes by too, um, different things. And our opinions on things change. So, yes, um, you know the answer might not be exactly the same as it once was
1: right so we'd like to reiterate update and things like that so sorry if some things have been repetitive but like you said we do get new people so
2: so um, our first question uh, my son just got diagnosed and the whole experience that day and the following week has been completely overwhelming how did you guys handle all the emotions and all the information that seems endless
1: Um, it was a lot, I have to say. So in the very beginning, it was a lot to deal with in the very initial uh, mention of autism. And then as time went on and we kind of started, you know, therapy, early intervention with the state, um, I would say by the time we got diagnosis, which was about probably six to ten months later after starting therapy, um, we knew at that point that Grayson did have autism. So. But hearing the diagnosis too was completely different than knowing. Once you hear that doctor say it, it just, um, it's very emotional, I have to say. So it's an emotional process. I think even now it's still emotional. Um, certain times, like today we were looking at our old gender reveal party. And I said, like, it's so crazy because at that point we knew nothing of what we were about to embark on. Um, and it's emotional to think about because that day you just, you had no clue. And it was just, you know, you're you're still happy of the outcome, but I'm saying it's just such a pure, innocent happiness that you have no idea what's about to happen, Um, and that makes me super emotional. Just thinking that you know we were going to be okay, and we are okay, and this isn't a life sentence or anything. So I'm not saying it like that, but it's it's hard. It's very hard. So you're grieving the life that you once saw with your child of some things that they may not do. you know, yeah. Grayson may never play sports. I mean, things like that that you miss out on. So,
2: yeah, and I think um, you know the diagnostic evaluation could be really long. Uh, it's a long, mm-hmm, day, long day, a lot of stuff, tons of information. So we, I mean, we did a couple um, episodes on that specific topic. So take a look at those if you haven't. Gone through your di- diagnosis process yet, and evaluation process yet, because that's going to really kind of help you stay um, level-headed and even-keeled and make sure you you know you're prepared for that and not completely overwhelmed. Right. Uh, but if you have gone through it recently and you're overwhelmed by like the information and stuff like that, I mean, there there is tons and tons and tons of information out there. But um, yeah, you know, I think you kind of have to take it all in one piece at a time um go with your gut try try what you think would be the most impactful and kind of go from there right and don't try to do too much at one time you know no. what i mean there's so many different things you can research and so many different types of interventions you can try and different things like that um that are out there but you know you, you can't do it all at one time so um
1: and stay open minded. I want to say that too. Stay open minded because some things that you thought you'd never try are things that you're willing to try now that you are willing to help your child in any way that you can. You know, for instance, us with biomedical treatment, I never ever believed, I knew vitamins were good for you, but I wasn't a firm believer in what they could do. Um, I wasn't a firm believer in, you know, just the holistic ways. And watching the dramatic changes, it completely changed my opinion. So that wasn't a road that I normally would have gone down, but I was desperate. Um, and I thought that that road was better than starting with pharmaceuticals. If that led us to that, then so be it. But it was best to start the safest way. But again, just stay open-minded because you just, you just never know what you're willing to try.
2: Yeah. So. And, you know, try to focus on just, you know, I, I know the, the information and, like, not knowing what the future holds can be overwhelming. But, you know, I've talked a lot about, you know, the real joy in life comes from enjoying the experiences and the journey of mm-hmm. life, as opposed to like accomplishing something specific. Yeah. Because you know, you may have a goal to accomplish something, but after you accomplish it, it's you know a fleeting moment in time.
1: What is it called? It's not the destination; it's the
2: a journey, not a destination. I, say, I like to yeah, say it lot of time. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. yeah. It's about the journey, not about the destination. Exactly, so, love it. Um, you know, you you may want to accomplish something, whatever that is, and. Once you do, I mean, how long are you happy for? You know what I mean? Right. A day, a week, yeah. a month. It's short-lived. Even even people that are happy over their accomplishment for a year and find tons of joy and happiness out of it, eventually it's going to wear off and it's on to the next, you know, pursuing the next dream or goal or what have you. Yeah. So if you're only finding joy in the, the you know, destinations or the successes that you have or mm-hmm. when you reach your goals, you're never really going to have live a true life of of enjoyment and joy and happiness so you know don't you know you'll learn over time you know as you go through stuff and don't don't feel so overwhelmed that you have to neglect other things and not enjoy you know the time you're at yeah so
1: it's so fitting, and I don't know if you guys can hear it, but Grayson is cracking up right now, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, when you have, like, a live show, and they have, like, the claps and the applause, he's, like, ours right now, we don't even have to tell him what to do. At <laughs> the beginning, we say hi, he's screaming, hey, you know, and now we're saying, enjoy life, and there he is cracking up laughing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's really perfect. Yeah.
2: And I think that's something we've actually really learned from him. <laughs> yes. To be honest with you. Yes. It's just a different way to look at life.
1: Yeah, he's such a happy kid, well, most of the time. Not this <laughs> not this week or last week, but... um usually
2: (laughs) okay our next question my husband wants more kids and I am torn our three year old son is on the spectrum and I worry that if we have more children they might be on the spectrum as well are you guys planning on having more kids why or why not
1: did you tell them what we're going through no I'm just kidding
2: (laughs) no so I think it's a common thing to think about
1: Yeah, it is. Especially when it's your first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, you're right. And this is definitely something we struggle with. Um, I wouldn't mind, like it wouldn't scare me if they said, okay, if they were, if they did have autism, they would be exactly like Grayson. I'd be okay with that. The thing that scares me is what happens if, if they're more severe what happens, you know, there are some children that are severe and the other family members literally have to be behind padlocks in the bedrooms so that, you know, the child can't, you know, become aggressive towards them and things like that. That is my biggest concern. Um, is if that happened. I don't I don't know how we would get through that. Um, and sometimes I think to myself, like, I don't know, God. I don't I don't know if I could do this again. Like literally starting all over again that would be really difficult for me um i would be willing to do it and all of that but it would be hard um but then at the same time i also think whatever is meant to happen is going to happen how it should so if they were more severe then maybe that's where you know look at where this took us who knows where we would be then i mean we just don't know so but it would happen for a reason i trust that god would have a plan you know in the beginning i would say all the time like you know how, how how did this happen to me kind of thing? Um, what did I do like to deserve this? Um, and that was in the beginning when things were really, really hard. And, and then I thought to myself, I know exactly what it is. It's because I can take care of Grayson and other people could not do this. And that is why he was given to me. And so I say <clears throat> it's a decision you really have to think about. I say it depends on your age. You know, I'm 38. Um, so I, yeah, I feel like I'm really pressed for time here. Um, you know, we did have the miscarriage last year and, and that was, I think, even more difficult because we weren't planning that present, uh, pregnancy. It just happened. And we were super excited because we did want more children at the time. And I thought to myself, okay, everything's going to be okay this time because this was not planned. God, literally, this just, this just came into my lap. It was, you know, unexpected. Um, so I, I really was kind of trusting God with that one. And then I miscarried and it was like, wow, like kind of didn't see that coming, you know? Um, and I think that killed that feeling um, even more, was just like, I don't know what could happen. And that was even hard, the miscarry. I don't know if I could go through that. I, Like I told Sean, I don't know if I could do this again. Like, <laughs> you know, um, going through that and just, it scares you. So I say, think right. about it depending on your age talk to your doctor like me you know i even just said to sean last week i think i want to go to a fertility doctor i just want to get a checkup i just want to see do i need to rush in the next six months am i low on egg supply like what is going on so find out that information if you are an older maternal age so
2: yeah and i mean your doctor could also there's some tests they can do um, Mm -hmm. genetic tests and stuff like that They, they can potentially make you feel a little more comfortable one way or the other um But I mean I mean this the simplest way I can explain it is you we can't let fear run our lives, right? Right. So if we're just making a decision because we're scared, that's no way to live life. You're never gonna really be happy and you're never gonna accomplish anything you'd like to accomplish. So um I think, you know, you have to put that fear to the side and kind of just go with whatever your gut feeling is on it and not try to overthink what might happen, what could happen, and all that kind of stuff. Um, But definitely try to prepare yourself, like Alex said, with as much knowledge ahead of time before you make the decision as possible. And then go with your gut at that point.
1: Yeah.
2: And don't look back. No. You know, don't second guess anything. There's a reason it all happens, like uh, Alex had said. Yeah. You know?
1: I think a part of me that I'm scared of most before was, like, having another child on the spectrum. Now it's geared more towards my age and just health-wise. And especially after the miscarriage, like, it just, that really scared me. Like, I had a really hard time with that, just health-wise. And it just made me realize, like, wow, pregnancy is such, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, such... It can be complicated and a lot can happen during pregnancy, during labor. And it just scared me like, God, what happens if this was to happen like five, six months? What happens if I was to deliver a stillborn? God forbid. I mean, so much can happen and I thank God, I was so lucky I had such a good pregnancy with Grayson and everything was okay. But that doesn't happen all the time and, and that worries me too. So yeah. I'm, I'm really worried about just living through it, honestly.
2: <laughs> True.
1: But enough about that. <laughs> I think we answered that one
2: okay i am not sold on my bcba what should i do get a new one well, Plain and simple. a quick answer
1: plain and simple why waste your time have a discussion talk to them tell them what you're looking for if that doesn't work get a new one talk to the company get a new one
2: yeah you need Again, a bcba if, that you if you're like. already having that feeling um Well, I mean, listen, if it's one day two days, give it it a little bit of time. But, I mean, if you've been with them for a couple weeks, a month, and you're still not comfortable with them, then it's probably not the right person um, for who knows what reason. Um, But, you know, you don't want to be wasting time. That's another important point when it comes to that. Like, whether it's a therapist or a BCBA or a company that's a provider, um, if you're not comfortable... You're just going to be wasting your time, you know what I mean? Because then you're going to have to go out and find a new one. And, you know, the sooner you just move on and get a new one, the sooner you can start getting back to work and making progress again. So. Yeah,
1: because you don't want to lose, trust me, you don't want to waste your time or lose out on time because it's a long process. And let's say you don't like the next one or the next one, you need to just
2: yeah. do it. <laughs> okay. What is the best activity to improve motor planning?
1: You know what? There's one more thing I want to say about that okay. last
2: question. Go right so ahead. So sorry to interrupt you.
1: If the BCBA is working well th- with your child and this is a personal issue that you have, um, then no, I would wait it out 100% because I've never put myself into it. It doesn't matter if I like them. It matters if Grayson likes them um, and if they're good. So that's the major thing. Um, if they're good and your child's working well with them, then you keep them. If it's your personal preference, then wait it out. That's what I want to say. Because okay. it's not about you. Okay. Sorry for interrupting Oh, me. you're fine. <laughs> Carry on. you fine.
2: <laughs> uh, so what is the best uh, activity to improve motor planning? I don't think I would say there's one, like, specific activity. But I would say... Yeah,
1: I would say a combination of things. Um, That's a hard for, one.
2: For Grayson, maybe the... Um, what was the game with the magnet and the things? In the fish? Yes. Yes. Okay. How do you, How don't even know what Well, Is motor that
1: planning or fine motor?
2: Oh, that's fine motor? Yeah. Okay.
1: So motor planning would be like Grayson, like, um, <clears throat> like verbalization. He can't do um, motor planning. He doesn't know how to move his mouth. He doesn't know how to move his okay. lips to form those words. Okay. Um, so I would, I would say, th- that's, let me see the question. Oh, um, I would say that that's what they're saying. So, okay, so if it's something for, like, let's say speech, uh, you're going to want to do, like, a prompt speech training to where they actually move their jaw and things like that. Um, If it's something with uh, fine motor skills, moving their hands, motor planning of what their next move is. um, That's where
2: I was thinking that the question was going Okay, then I would
1: say therapy, um, OT, OT. teaching steps, uh, almost like sequencing-type Stuff like, especially if you're like teaching steps of like, okay, well, what's next? What's next? Yeah, things like it's a that. more advanced skill. For sure. Yeah, and ABA probably too. Some kind of life skills based in there, things like that. Yeah. But definitely therapy, OT, ABA, um possibly uh, a DI. Yeah.
2: Grayson learned a lot from the fish toy. So it's a electronic little mm-hmm. game board that's plastic that rotates, and there's these all little fish with magnets in it. Uh huh. Um, and they're like, I think they had the alphabet on them or something yeah. like that. Yep. So it, it added a dimension to it, you know. Um, and it had like a little wooden stick that was a fishing pole with a string and a magnet on it. Mm-hmm. And they would move around the board and he'd have to move the the fishing pole to connect with the magnet to pull a in. Reel it in, <laughs> baby. Reel it in. Um, and they
1: have different types, too, that you can find. Like some yeah. play baby shark and there are... They there's, spin on their own, battery oh, operate it. Yeah.
2: And there, So any of those toys like that that have, like, you know, components where something's moving and they have to connect things together or grab things mm-hmm. um, or, you know, sequence them as well, um, you know, and then you you can ask them to get certain ones over time and get more complicated with it. So, yeah, you know, in the follow direction. Yeah, so there's a lot of things you can do with it. Um,
1: and yeah. definitely check out our favorite OT toys you'll find a lot of other things that we use in that episode um, yep. that can give you guys some ideas that's a previous episode that's like totally one of true. the first episodes we did it's like the third or something so go back to the beginning of the list and you'll be able to find that
2: Alrighty, righty uh, I have listened to your biomedical episodes before but what would the best supplement be for behavior before we answer this, we're not doctors, so consult a doctor. We but we just want to say that <laughs> the ones that have worked best for Grayson would probably be, and Alex might know better than me, but I'm going to say DMG. And another. And fish oil. Um, you no, know, you're going to say super newthera.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say super newthera. However, I will say I love the fish oil too. I've seen dramatic changes of just alertness and calm and just um, paying attention more, being more, um, oh my gosh, what is the word? Engaged. Um, I've seen big changes from that. So I would say those three. DMG, fish oil, and Super Nether, which is made by Kirkman. Yeah. And you wanna find good quality of these. Uh, Our DMG, we use Da Vinci Labs. Fish oil, you wanna use Nordic Natural Children's. Um, That's one of the best brands. So you wanna use a high quality one. Yeah. So. And it also starts, you know, with behavior. It all, all of this, as we learned, have, if the gut's not healthy, you're not yeah, healthy. It's true. So probiotics, depend, you know, things like that. Um, you really want to? Yeah. It's, it's a co. Why am I having trouble using words today?
2: Co-occurring condition. Thank you. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's why
1: we were married.
2: <laughs> Great minds think alike. You can like finish
1: me. each other's uh, sentences. <laughs>
2: Uh, my daughter is in early intervention and has a speech delay. They do not feel she is ready for speech therapy. I am not sure uh, if they are right or if I should push them to receive services.
1: Push it. We didn't, we we tried to push it and we just couldn't get it. And I look back and think if we would have gotten it, would it be would it made a difference? It might it might not have, but try it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. If she goes into it and you, you see yourself she's not ready, then you stop it. But absolutely do it.
2: Yeah. I think you owe it to your kid to do it, yeah. Yeah. You know, and honestly, get the therapy. Start the therapy. And maybe the speech, you know, if the speech pathologist says, no, she's not ready, she's he or she, I shouldn't say she, I'm just so used to female therapy, yeah. speech therapist. But, you know, um, they'll, they're they the expert, they know. You know right. what I mean? Not like just somebody in that's managing your early intervention program or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let the experts. Tell you what their opinion is, you know, uh, and then kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. So, this way you know if it, you know, they're being legit or if it's just, you know, a bunch of bunch of baloney. I wanted the curse there because I, <laughs> 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 some of these therapists that do the wrong thing are just getting me really upset. So, same, uh, just uh, can't handle it
1: because we've been through it,
2: yeah, many been times. Through a lot. Uh, how old was Grayson when you thought something wasn't right, and is anyone else in the family on the spectrum? You want to take the first part, I'll take the second part?
1: So, yeah, we didn't really know that nothing wasn't right, honestly. We thought he was no more typical. Everybody did. Um, so it was a little shocking in the beginning. Um, when I look back to certain things, were there some signs there? Yeah, there were. Did they get worse? Yeah, I feel like they did. Um, but... We just, we didn't know. I mean, I remember looking at him even when he was born and just being like, thank God, you are, everything is fine. Um, yeah, I don't really know where, I don't really know when things took a turn. Maybe honestly. when he
2: regressed with speech.
1: Yeah, because we thought he was gonna be an early talker. Um, and then it all just stopped. So, yeah.
2: Uh, when it comes to other people in the family on the spectrum, uh, nobody that's officially on the spectrum. But now that we know but what to look for, I yeah, we would say I there's might, a few of them. I think I'm on the <laughs> spectrum. Um, I think my mom is on the spectrum. I think my mother might be on the spectrum, quite possibly. Uh, even my father is very
1: sensitive to things.
2: Yeah, um, but you know, it's like your dad's sensitive. I think, my mom's textures. I think a lot of a lot of the people in our family have some signs Mm -hmm. um but they're very high functioning if they are so it would be very difficult to try to get like a a diagnosis especially as an adult at that point um you know but you know the dsm-5 has all these criteria that they have to fit a certain number of those criteria so just because somebody has a sensory challenge doesn't mean they have you know, they're on the spectrum they could right. just have a sensory process like I think I so. have sensory
1: issues so I might not be on the spectrum though do you know what I mean yeah. especially because I'm so social but <laughs> girls is different too girls learn to mask things differently um, so but you know very sensory oriented so
2: yeah my lights you know and I've, <laughs> I've contemplated whether I should go try to get diagnosed or not I don't know I think the important I thing have, about
1: diagnosis is for future children
2: I have read the the SM criteria so many times and i i don't know in a lot of the criteria i'm right there it's just the one category i'm like a little I'm not 100% sure on so but yeah. yeah i mean i try i wonder if it would really make a difference in my life i think it I does and i think it makes a difference no,
1: so. you know because right. there are a lot of husbands that are on the spectrum and it does make a difference in the marriage because sometimes the wife you know i've read articles like this and sometimes the wife, like uh, communications off, and they wonder why or this or that. They think that they're not, you know, paying attention to them, but really, they're on the spectrum. And I think instead of sitting there and having arguments all the time, why aren't you paying attention to me and things like that? That answers everything. He's on the spectrum. It's not him being ignorant. He—that's who he is. You know, it's nothing malicious. So I think it actually would save a lot of marriages, honestly.
2: So our last question on this show. This is a simple one. Uh, what is your next big goal in therapy? And Alex can pretty much take that one because she's the one. <laughs> to get through therapy every day is my biggest it. goal.
1: Um, yeah, we didn't do it today, but we do it every day. Um, so I love it, honestly. I enjoy it. Um, Grayson works well with me. Uh, my next goal is to find a therapist. Um, not that I mind doing it whatsoever, but yeah, that's my goal to find a therapist. Since we now have no therapist, um, that's pretty much it. Teach them the program, kind of training them. So we're not wasting time, you know, within a few minutes of meeting them and training them, I'll make the decision if they're going to make it or not. And we'll go from there. But that's where I'm at.
2: We've had a lot of experience with uh, Alex. I now pick them instead of the BCBA. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty simple. And
1: she trusts me. I mean, you know, last week when she was here, I told her about how I used to run my work like that and train girls and stuff like that. And my boss would ask me, what do you think? Within five minutes, I knew if they were going to make it or not. Get rid of them or keep them. They'll be good. Um, and that, she said, okay, that's exactly how we're going to do this. You're going to mm-hmm. tell me within the first few minutes? She said, we're not going to pour everything and tell them all the information because it is a waste of time. We're literally going over everything and a week later they're gone. You're wasting literally hours in a day bringing up videos talking about old therapists saying what what grayson is doing and it is so tiring yeah. and after that just going through that i i feel so defeated lately just because it, it's tiring it's frustrating so totally
2: well uh that is our show for today uh, is there anything else you want to update the folks, on
1: no, but definitely, like we said, go back check out previous episodes. There's a lot of good information on there. Um, we, we've done so many episodes. We do have some episodes up on our YouTube channel. The quality from the beginning of the episodes is not great, but if you want to see a face with a voice,
2: you can go there and under we, Autism. Building we will puzzle. be doing a live coming up, um, for our 200th episode. Soon. Uh, so,
1: I feel like we were just um, celebrating our 100th.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Time flies, man it's crazy Um, but yeah so keep a look out for that Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously check us out buildingthepuzzle.com that's where we live and (laughs) eat and breathe and everything we do is on there Uh, great resource for you guys it also has tons of resources to other platforms and other places you guys can get information you know like we always say we're here to really just help pass on as much information um, as possible and just you know
0: give
2: some of you guys provide some of you guys with hope and You know in in times that you guys may need it so
1: and definitely check out our building the puzzle Instagram we want to get more people engaged on there and kind of build that up more there's a lot of videos on there if you click under our highlights we have videos on the vitamins um, me making the vitamins up in the milk things like that so there can be a lot of good a lot of good information in there for you so
2: and uh, I guess that's it guys and we will see you on the next one
1: thank you for tuning in have a great day
0: For Autism, Building building the the Puzzle, puzzle, One Piece piece at at a Time, time. I'm Sean, and I'm Alex, signing off. Take care, everybody. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The Speech Paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, They can be reached at grayson-company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys.